Well, we're in a preaching series um, about being a witness. How can we be Jesus to the people around us where we are placed in our everyday lives? Uh, we've looked at uh, three W's. So we've looked at how we can be a witness with our words. So how we can share the gospel with the people around us. Uh, we've looked at how we can be a witness in our works. So last week we've explored together with Wouter how we can do good to the people around us. And by doing good, we share the gospel with people. We show what Jesus is like. We bless people. And today is the last three of the W's, which is wonders. Now, I am very excited as to what God's going to do today. And I think, um, yeah, I think he's going to break through some barriers for us. Now, when you think of the word wonders, what do you think of? Just have a little think. Like, what wonders, what could you... Think of maybe stories in the Bible that has, have happened or stories in your own life. I think when I think of wonders, I think of healings, God breaking through with healings, God doing massive miracles in people's lives, basically God making the impossible possible, isn't it? And when we look at the Bible, I don't know about you, but recently I've just been reading the Gospels and I'm like, this is awesome how Jesus lived his life. It's like wherever he went wonders would follow. He either healed someone, or he brought peace, or he, he made the impossible possible, or even in the Old Testament, he split the Red Sea for Moses. There's dreams, there's visions. It's like, that's what you see in the Bible. Don't you agree? When you read the Bible, it's full of supernatural wonders and miracles happening. Yeah. Now, I thought for today, let's look at Jesus. Let's look at how he lived his life and what we can learn from it, because he's our great example, isn't he? Because Jesus came to the earth to set us free, but also to show us what a normal Christian life, as it were, looks like. What does it look like to walk in step with the Spirit and to be full of that and to do miracles and wonders? Um, so I thought it's really good to, look, to go to Luke 4, 4, verse 16. So if you can look that up in your Bibles, if you brought them, Luke 4, verse 16. Because in that, Jesus is sort of explaining to us He's revealing his secret, as it were, how he can do all this stuff. Because you can look at Jesus thinking, how, can, how could he be so full of confidence when he had all this opposition going against him and all these things that Satan was trying to throw at him, yet he was full of confidence, he was full of the Spirit, and he was going for it. So let's read it in Luke 4, verse 16. He was in the synagogue in Nazareth, and he was sort of, as it were, revealing, this is how I do it. Verse 16. He went to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And on the Sabbath day, he went into the synagogue, as was his custom. He stood up to read, and the, scroll of the prophet, and the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him. Unrolling it, he found the place where it was written. And he said, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the, to the attendant and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. He began by saying to them, today this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. So there you go. Jesus is saying it. He's saying, I can do all this stuff because I know the spirit of the Lord is on me because he has anointed me to preach the good news. And the same is true for us. Isn't that amazing? Because we can say with Jesus that the Spirit of the Lord is on us, the Holy Spirit is on us, and he has anointed us to be good news. 
Isn't that incredible? The Holy Spirit, you've got the Father, Jesus the Son, God the Holy Spirit, our helper, the one who empowers us. The same Holy Spirit that was on Jesus when he did all this stuff is on us. So when we walk around, we can, we can like pray for sick people to be healed because we've got that same Holy Spirit inside of us. I think it's just amazing when you truly think of that. And Jesus is saying it's not just for him, it's for us as well. You can see it in Matthew 10, verse 7. You can flick that quickly if you want to. It says, he says to his disciples, his students, so he's been walking around the earth, he's been showing his disciples, his students, as it were, about what, God, what life with Jesus would look like, what, what Jesus was doing. And, and then he's saying, it's not just me that does it, you can do it as well. So he says in Matthew 10, verse 7, as you go, proclaim the message, the kingdom of God is near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, Cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons, freely you have received, freely give. So he's saying, it's not just for me, I modeled it to you guys, now it's your turn to do it. And the same is true for us, Jesus is saying to us, as you go, proclaim this message, God is near, the kingdom of God is near, heal the sick, raise the dead. He's saying that to us, so this is our Christian life, this is why we're here to proclaim the good news of Jesus. Now, the trouble is, I don't know about you, but some mornings I feel like, yeah, come on, Holy Spirit is on me. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to pray for people to be healed. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. And some mornings I'm like, I just feel a bit rubbish today, actually. I don't know if I can do it. I feel a bit down. Like, oh, I'm just, just going to live like normally, like I normally do. Recognize that tension in your life? And I think it's so important to, for us to quickly unpack why do we feel like that? What's happening in our minds? Because you can beat yourself self up saying, ah, didn't do it today again, well, better day tomorrow. And you don't actually realize what's going on underneath. Why do I feel so full of the spirit one day, and why do I feel so rubbish the next day and I don't want to do it anymore? So in order to do that, we need to look at two things, really. We need to look at, do we know who God is? And the second thing is, thing is do we know who we are in God? Because those two things are really important. If, we, if we're not clear on those, if we believe lies on those, that's when we start to feel down. And that's when we start to feel like we can't do it, we're rubbish, we're just going to go do the normal stuff. And it's really important that we do this together with the Holy Spirit. So when you look deep, deep down inside your heart, do you actually believe that God is this great, big, almighty God that can heal people. Yeah? Do we believe that? Yes. It's easy to say yes now, isn't it? But when you're then in front of someone and you need to pray for healing, you're like, do I actually believe that if I pray, this person will be healed? Often I'm sort of doubting and thinking, I'm not so sure. And you really have to go against, because Satan will try and come and try and come in, and he's trying to whisper in our ear, do you really think that when you pray to God, he will hear you and that person will get healed? Ever had that thought before? I have. And we have to stand on the truth and, and break with that lie saying, I do not believe that this is what the truth that God says over, over me. I have the authority of Christ. Holy Spirit lives inside of me. I can take authority over this sickness and I can say, be gone in Jesus' name. That's the truth, isn't it? We need to go underneath the lies and speak the truth. Very, very important. Or sometimes we can feel rubbish about maybe something we've, we have we've done that's not really pleasing to God. You feel a bit guilty, a bit rubbish. 
ever felt like that? Feel like, look at my life, how can I ever possibly pray for people to be healed? How can I ever possibly believe that God will do wonders through me? Your identity, who you are in God. And it's really important to ask the Holy Spirit, will you convict me? Yes, convict me, Holy Spirit, of the stuff I'm doing wrong. Ask for forgiveness. But then stand on that forgiveness because God has wiped the slate clean and we are still thinking, he remembers it, and we're still thinking, we're so rubbish, we can't do this. And, Holy, and Satan is the accuser of the saints, he says. He will keep coming at us. Look at you, you're a rubbish Christian. You can't do that. You believe that lie. And actually, we have to stand on the truth and say, hang on, yes, I've asked forgiveness. It wasn't right what I did. But I can now stand on the truth that Christ has forgiven me. I am free. I'm a new creation. It says in 2 Corinthians, let me look it up quickly, 2 Corinthians 5 to 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. Can we all say new creation? New creation. The old is gone, the new is here. All right? The old is gone. So we can stand on that forgiveness that we've got, that Jesus accomplished on the cross for us. This is why he died, to give us forgiveness, to give us that freedom. And we can live in that freedom and go out with that truth. Really important that we go underneath that. So can I just encourage you, whenever you feel like that, whenever you start to, start to wonder, like, am I really the one who should pray for the sick? Am I, can I do this? Not so sure. Ask Holy Spirit, what is the lie that I believe? And he will reveal it. He will show you. He'll maybe bring back a memory when you started to believe something or, or a word will pop up in your mind. Go with that. Renounce that lie and speak the truth. Shall we do that together? I have to do that all the time. I have to go against it, speaking the truth. I am called to do this. I'm called to heal the sick. I'm called to do this. I'm not going to listen to the lies. I'm going to listen to the truth. Really, really, really important. Now, I think what... The other thing that is really important when it comes to praying for people, when it comes to being a witness in, in signs and wonders, is having compassion in our hearts for people. Because often we go through our life and we don't really feel for people, do we? Have you ever had, feel like that? And sometimes you feel for someone, you really feel God's heart, and sometimes we don't. But it says in um, Matthew 9, verse 36, when he saw the crowds, that's Jesus, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like a sheep without a shepherd. And then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Do we have compassion when we go around? Do we have God's heart for the people that we meet? Do we really want them to experience God's love? Really, really important to, to ask the Holy Spirit to give you his heart. My prayer is often, God, will you give me your heart? Will you give me your heart for the people around me? Will you break my heart for what breaks yours? And then when you go through life, you'll be moved to tears by the, by, the, by the rubbish that you see around you, by the brokenness that you see around you. It's not a bad thing. That's a good thing because you're moved to action and you're moved to love for people. And people will notice. When you then ask people, can I pray for you? They can see it in your eyes. People have said to Hannah and I before this week when we started praying for someone, we started talking, she says, I can see it in your eyes. There's a love there. There's a compassion for me. And that's amazing when people see that, isn't it? But that's because we want God's love to shine through us to others. So really important, ask the Holy Spirit, give me God's heart. 
So I'll quickly tell you a, a story of something that happened this week, and then we'll move on to pray. Um, so Hen and I, we are running uh, in Central Park and, um, on Monday mornings, and we often sort of ask, well, who can we speak to? Who do you want us to, um, to, to witness to? And I often find it really helpful. So when you bump into someone quite a lot, it might be a, ch- uh, a slight chance that God is saying, talk to that person, don't you think so? It's sort of obvious, really, when you bump into someone a lot. But no, pay attention to that. If you bump into someone quite a lot, maybe that's a chance for you to talk to them. So we bumped into this lady three times. She was walking her dogs. And I thought, right, third time I'm going to stop. Now, I also stopped because I had a dream of this lady. She looked exactly like that lady. And in that lady, I prayed for her knee. Now, I had that dream twice. So I thought, if I have it twice, it must be important. So um, ever since I've been looking for someone like that, so this time I bumped into this lady and I felt that we should... Uh, pray for her. So um, I asked, we started chatting, we said we were Christians, and I said, is there by any chance, is your knee hurting? And she said, yes. And we said, well, that's amazing, because God has given me this dream um, that about you, and that I was praying for your knee. Can I, can I pray for you? And she said, yes. So we, we prayed for her knee. Uh, I asked what happened. She couldn't quite say. Um, really important as well, isn't it, to ask what had happened, because often when I pray for someone, I would just run a mile, because I'm thinking, I've done it. Oh, there we go. But actually, it's really important to ask, can you just tell me, did something happen? Did you feel a change? Has it been better or not? If not, pray again. And then I felt to challenge myself to actually share the gospel with her as well. Because often it's good to pray, really good to pray, but introduce them to Jesus as well. Like what Walter was saying, that we have to introduce them to Jesus. So now we bump into her every Monday, so we're going to keep chatting. Uh, Really, really uh, good. Right. And often, last thing to say is, when you ask for people, can I pray for you? I've hardly ever had a no. Sometimes I had, but then I explored with that person... How come? Why would you say no? What's going on there? And it's really important that we keep asking because people people are are into into supernatural stuff. They don't find it weird when you ask, can I pray for you? They just feel blessed that you care for them. It's just us that feel nervous and think they don't want it, but actually they want it. Often people want it. Um, I wondered if Carlo can come up quickly and um, share a story with us. I think Carlo is a great, great example of how to do this in everyday life. And uh, God has been speaking to him loads. Shall we just give him an applause? Because I think he's amazing. Thank you very much. Uh, there's actually a lot more of you from down here than there was when I was sitting up there. Uh, just bear with it. I, I don't really know what to tell you because everybody's told you everything they need to tell you. But I'll tell you a couple of things that uh, you can't give other people what you haven't got yourself. Right, so start with yourself. And this morning, I really didn't know how to start, but the songs that we sang, just look at what we sang. We dance in your freedom, awake and alive. Yes. Oh God, you have done great things. Mm. It starts with us. And then later on we sang, Waymaker, miracle, miracle Worker, Praise Keeper, Light in the Dark, My God, that is who you are. You need to believe all this stuff. Yes. Yeah. We carry him in us. Every single person in this room, in there, is Jesus Christ. Amen. So when you don't feel that you can do anything, what you need to do is let go of yourself. Embrace Jesus Christ. And you'll be amazed. All of his gifts will become your gifts. Listen to those guys that came out, and guys and girls that came out and told you all that stuff. Every single one of you told you, but actually, they didn't feel like they really wanted to do that. They felt embarrassed. They felt... 
that there's an impedance there. God doesn't want you like that. God wants you to be free, to mm. live that abundant life that he gave you. Let go of all those things. Grasp his hand and everything else will come with it. So, and the last thing that we sang, what a powerful name it is, that the name of Jesus. You've got to believe that. We sing it every day. You probably mouth it every day when you pray. But what you need to do is turn that into a real thing in your life every day. You'll find that when you put Jesus and God at the centre of your life, he's got this weird little way of flipping everything over so you become the centre of his life. All the things that you thought you were not able to do, you will be able to do most of them. Just step out. What does stepping out actually mean? What's it look like? Well, I can show you what it looks like. There you go, look. You're looking at a miracle here. I'm not joking. On Monday, I had to go and see a physio because I pulled the Kelly's tendon in my left leg. I could hardly walk. On Friday morning, before I went out with the chaplains, I, could, I was hobbling around. I thought, well, I can't go out like this. Three people prayed for my foot. Look. Wow. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. That power mm. doesn't come from me. It doesn't come from the three people that prayed for me. Mm. That power comes from God. Amen. And we all have a link to that God. Amen. My God is the King of Kings. Mm. I am proud to be a Christian. Amen. I want him to give me his power every day so that Amen. I can spread it around. Hallelujah. And I challenge all of you, everybody in this room, pray once a week at least that God sends you one person or one opportunity that you can share with everybody. Look how many people there are in here. If we did that, we could shake Peterborough. So I challenge you to do that. Yes, well done. Thank you so much, Carlo. That was really, really good. Really, really good. So I wondered if we could stand together. And um, like we've been saying throughout this whole series, we don't have to muster up the courage to do this ourselves. The only thing we need to do is say, Holy Spirit... I can't do it, because we can't do it, can we, from ourselves. But the Holy Spirit wants to come and fill us up. He really wants to. So I wondered if you could um, close your eyes, just to focus, and if you feel comfortable, open your hands as if you're receiving a gift. And just say out loud, just speak all together out loud, just say, Holy Spirit, will you fill me up and will you give me courage? Why don't you start doing this? Cry out to him, Holy Spirit, we pray, will you fill us up? Holy Spirit, fill us up. Why don't you speak it louder, like you really want it? I really, really want it. Just ask him. Call out to him. Call out that you want this. Holy Spirit, I want this. I want to see miracles happen. I want to see healings happen, Father. I don't want to believe the lies. I want to believe the truth, Holy Spirit. We're calling out for more. Come on, why don't you speak it out louder? Something when you raise your voice that helps you to step out of your comfort zone. Raise your voice. Come on, speak it louder. Holy Spirit, we come. Lord, we come before you. And Holy Spirit, we pray. Will you fill us up, Lord? We're desperate for more of you. We're desperate for more of your presence. We want to step out, Lord. We want to step out. We want to hear stories of people being healed and miracles happen, Lord. We want this, Jesus. We want your presence. We want more of you, Lord. Thank you. Yes, Father, we want to say that here we are as a church, Lord. We want more of you. We want more of your presence. We want you to come, Holy Spirit. We want you, your healing power to flow through us. Holy Spirit, will you come and fill us up and make us bold and brave, Lord. Lord, may, have, may we have lots of stories in our life groups where we used words, where we used works, where we used wonders, Father. We pray for this in Jesus' name, Lord, in Jesus' name. Um, I thought, why don't we give it a go? 
If you feel like you want to collect your children, do so. Um, but I, I think we'll, we'll spend some time, a bit, a bit more time here, to um, give it a go, to pray for people. Because actually, if we don't give it a go here in a safe place, um, we won't give it a go outside, will we? So I think it's really, really important. And I think one of the ways that God is um, uh, helping us is through words of knowledge, which we're going to share in a minute, which we feel like God has been saying stuff to us about people here today to show the people there like that they're loved and that God sees them.